0: This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a
0: thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready get 30 ready to get 20 20 to 20, get 20, 20 get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so
1: give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com if you're a shark tank fan or business junkie check out the podcast another Bite. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app like the one you're listening to right now.
0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dumfrey. Now, tonight in Paris, Liverpool and Real Madrid will contest the Champions League final. It's a match that's absolutely fascinating. Of course, the Champions League is really the most coveted trophy in world football, and Real Madrid have a very special place in the history of the Champions League, as indeed do Liverpool, but... We're going to talk now to Richard Fitzpatrick. Richard's an Irish journalist living and working in Barcelona for a long time now, so there'll be no tears shed in the Fitzpatrick household if he's in Barcelona if Madrid don't win. But it's a pleasure to welcome Richard to the stand. Richard, this is a fascinating final for many reasons. First of all, Madrid's resilience and determination in surviving encounters with Paris Saint-Germain, Chelsea and Manchester City games, or ties rather, that they looked almost certain to lose in all cases, but they managed mainly through Benzema to survive, and here they are.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think in the history of the 67 years of the European Cup, there has been a a, a campaign like it of comebacks, because, like you say, these were, were comebacks against the three biggest sides in Europe. You know yeah. the, the holders, um, uh, Chelsea, Man City, and Paris Saint Germain. After the Man City comeback, uh, the front cover of Marca the following day was, it was "God come down and explain it." Um, yes, it was just extraordinary that uh, that that comeback alone against Man City, and. It's, it's been a feature of this Real Madrid team um, which have, have the same spine over the last decade. Um, they have been regularly outplayed even when they were doing a three-in-a-row in 2016 to 2018 and 2014. But they, they just they proved decisive with these moments. Um, they just have this innate self-belief. I think it was Jorge Valdano, said here in Spain, a former Real Madrid player and manager, or winner of the World Cup with Argentina in 86, he said that in extra time of that Man City game, it was 2-2, two, two, you know, or it was 5-5 yeah. five, five in aggregate. You know, everything was yeah. up for grabs. But he said Man City were playing as if they had seven players in the team. They knew they were beaten. And yeah. it shouldn't have been that way, but psychologically there's just something about um, Madrid, Real Madrid. When they get into Europe, they just they know they can get it done.
0: Yeah, just to put some perspective on the task Liverpool face tonight, the Real Madrid are playing their 17th final. They've 13 wins from 16 finals, including they've won their last seven Champions League finals. And I think they have a player in Karim Benzema who has been remarkable in those comebacks. Absolutely extraordinary stuff. Goals he scored. He's thirty-four years of age, and he really should win the Ballon d'Or before his career finishes. And this has been a vintage season for him. And of course, for Luca Modric, who is thirty-six. These are really great players.
1: Oh, they're amazing players. Benzema, like this, is his greatest ever season. Um, yes, uh, ten goals in in six knockout games. You know, hat tricks against Chelsea and. PSG, those headers, the two headers he got against Chelsea in the yes. rain were just extraordinary. And he has this guile, this um, this fluffed goal that Chelsea conceded in that game at Stamford Bridge where the, the keeper, Mendy, coughed up the ball. He's done that several times in Europe. He did it against Donnarumma in the PSG game at the Bernabeu as well and most famously against Carrius, the Liverpool keeper in the 2018 yes, final, indeed. where he robs them um, yes. of, of the ball. Um, but he's you know he, his goals since ronaldo has left the club he's stepped up he's scoring 30 goals a season um so he's a proper number 9 now before he he was in ronaldo's shadow he was just playing as a kind of a, yeah. a, a number 10 assisting ronaldo and he's still his assists are just amazing to to watch his his technique his his vision and the pitch um so he's like um, Carlo Ancelotti the Real Madrid manager says he's like wine you know a good wine he improves with age he's just at the top of his game and like you say I don't think there's anybody that compares with him this season in in world football He does it. he's doing the same thing with France as well at an international level um, back in the Euro finals last summer and in the um, uh, Nations League final, semi-final and final back in September October he was decisive there as well so it's just extraordinary to watch
0: yeah, and they have this great coach, Carlo Ancelotti. If they win tomorrow night, he will break a record. He will have won the Champions League coaching with four different clubs. He's already broken a record by winning five leagues, leagues in five different European countries. He is a great coach and was indeed a great player. But he has a score to settle with Liverpool because he was AC Milan's coach when Liverpool made their famous comeback in Istanbul just let me move on to another curiosity of this game Real Madrid won't have Gareth Bale or Eden Hazard two players who for different reasons are brilliant but redundant in this present Real team Hazard was a brilliant player for Chelsea he's never done it since he went to Madrid but Bale did play in a number of Champions League finals and scored a winning goal in one of them What's happened with Bale in particular? Do you think, yeah. Richard? Because if anyone can manage and get the best out of a professional, it is Ancelotti. But even he hasn't been able to do it. The trick with Bale, who has continued to play very effectively for Wales throughout this barren period, he's ex- endured at Madrid.
1: Yeah, it's very sad to to witness. Um, he didn't. Bale didn't even. <laughs> go to the stadium for the Man City game at the Bernabeu, uh, the semi-final. Yeah. He's left, left out of the match day squad. Um, so he is travelling. He's travelled to Paris. He'd be there this weekend, um, but he won't feature. Um, uh, it's it's very, very unlikely Hazard will feature either. Um, Bale has prioritised um, the World Cup finals with Wales. Um his his body is held t- together by masking tape. Uh, a lot of leg injuries and and, and a back injury. Yeah. So he it just ha- has made himself available for Real Madrid pretty much all season. He comes back injured after after turning out for Wales in, in their qualifying games. Um, he's a part of the problem too. Is just his relationship with the the fans um, is toxic now. At this stage, his his agent Jonathan Barnett has come out and, and said. Um, Real Madrid fans should regret the way they've um, treated Bale. You know, whistling him for all he's done um, for yeah. the club. Uh, he he has reason in in making that statement, but Bale has blame as well. You know, making fun of the Real Madrid supporters. Spanish yeah. football fans are very volatile, and you know, he, he, parading around the pitch with a flag. Uh, Wales-Golf Real Madrid in that order, you know, it didn't endear himself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's a a very enthusiastic and very good golfer, plays off two or something, his handicap is two. The other feature of, of this Madrid team, which we've already referred to, is their unbelievable capacity to fight back against the very best teams in Europe. And tonight they are facing a team that may well and has looked a bit jaded in the last couple of games. Liverpool, we don't yet know what team they're going to be able to field because they've had one or two injuries to key players. Fabinho, for example, and Mo Salah and even Virgil van Dijk, who I suspect will play. But there have been doubts around those players. But not all automation solutions are created equally. AGVs and AMRs driven by Bluebotics Ant technology offer robust, accurate performance and native interoperability. Because your material handling can be smarter. Visit antdriven.com. That's antdriven.com to learn more. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out
1: United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
0: Now, the English bookmakers and the Irish bookmakers make Liverpool heavy favourites, even money. You can get 11 4 about Madrid which seems to me to be crazy. Madrid's tradition in this competition alone, it warrants the greatest respect. Yeah, th- th-
1: that's not the picture here in Spain. and um, well, perhaps not surprising, they would um, look more favourably on the the home side, Real Madrid. But they see themselves as favourites, given, as you say, the history. I mean, they they just don't lose in finals, like you say. They've won their last seven Champions League finals. If their domestic cup competitions as well, they always win, and they just uh, up a level. It's they've been ropey in the league in La Liga for the last uh, twenty years, but. When it comes to big European nights, they show up, and you've got that team. It's stocked with players of a huge, huge experience. You know, a huge self belief. And yeah. Cour- Courtois was saying um, during the week, the goalkeeper that um, he he knows, uh, that, and the players know that there's a fear in the eye of um, rival teams when when it comes yeah. down to the wire. If Real Madrid come back, you know, like they have done this season in in their remontadas, their famous comebacks that the opposition teams wilt. So they have that huge, huge self-belief and they see themselves, um, they look at their team and they say um, they've got a a better goalkeeper, shot-stopping, certainly Courtois this season has been out of this world. And then they have Benzema as a number nine, um, who's who's been um, hugely decisive, obviously. Um, They they look at their midfield, rested now after three three weeks, not competing competing at full throttle because that the, the re- league wrapped up in april you know this modric cruz casemiro um, rolls off the tongue and the yeah. field will will never forget um and they are yes, they are old, like you say. Modric is thirty six, but he, he outclassed, out ran Varati against PSG. He did; he was um, fabulous. Yeah, he's, he's a, an extraordinary player. That that assist he scored um, for Rodriguez's goal against Chelsea yes. he was out of this world. And they look at uh, Liverpool's midfield and they see that they don't have that class, particularly um, if Thiago is isn't fit. He's a he's an X factor player for Liverpool. Um, and if curiously, given, you know, the age profile, Real Madrid have a lot of these guys who are on the road a long time, but they've scored 70% of their goals in the second half of games this season. So it's not that they're pulling up. And they also have a useful bench. Um they bring on Camavinga, Fede Valverde will push into three men midfield. Rodrigo, Sensio can come off the bench uh, when the likes of Cruz or, or Modric um, possibly come off in the second half. So um, they're very, very confident in in Madrid. They, they hugely respect Liverpool. They know they they have been a machine this year. But like you say, they're they're, um, they're running on empty now at the end of the season. They've been playing games every three days for the last few weeks, yes. and they haven't looked that impressive in their in their finals. You know, the the League Cup final. You know, FA Cup final going to penalties uh, stumbled over the line against Wolves at the weekend. So, um, yeah, they're, they're certainly not short of confidence here in Madrid and Spain about the results. Yeah,
0: and as you point out, Richard, they won the league comfortably. I think 13 points was the gap at the end. But it isn't a strong league. And watching Barcelona, for example, and Xavi is their coach, a legend as a player, and he appears to have steadied the ship as a coach. But, I mean, they're taking sort of players that that Premier League clubs don't really want. And Spanish football in general seems to have to be in a fallow period. I mean, and the great example of that from the recent days is Kylian Mbappe's decision to stay with PSG and not to sign for Real Madrid. It's a blow to Perez, the president of Madrid, I'm sure, to his ego. He usually gets what he wants, but Mbappé is staying, and in a note that you sent me to help me understand why Mbappé isn't going, you point out that he has received a 300 million euro signing on fee, and of course what we're dealing with here is a nation state, Qatar, and pressure from Emmanuel Macron, the French president, He's staying with his hometown team. That's a blow to Madrid, with the future in mind.
1: Oh, it's a huge blow to um, La Liga at large. Yeah, um, like you say, yeah, they're a second rank uh, league now. Um, the English Premier League has all the money. Like this week, uh, a club like Spurs is saying they're going to spend 150 million sterling on transfers in the summer. They've a kitty there for that. Um, Barça will will only be dealing in, in free transfers this summer. They don't have any money to spend yeah. uh, in the short term. Um, this Mbappe signing, uh, it's mm. its difficult to e- express the, how huge this is in Spain. It's been wall-to-wall coverage of it all week. Um, the surprise, the humiliation in Madrid The Florentino again has... Yeah. Has failed, you know. After the failure last year with his um, abortive uh, European Super League, it's hugely embarrassing for Florentino Perez, the Real Madrid um, president. Um, so, but, uh,
0: as you point out in a mail email exchange we had, Richard, the Americans are coming now into the Premier League and the Saudis at Newcastle, but Arsenal American owners, and they aren't the only ones, of course. But Manchester United, of course, American owners, American owners won't put up with this, but they would consider an abuse of the league when you're competing against a nation state, in the case of Saudis or Qataris, Abu Dhabi for Manchester City. It's not fair competition, and it does bring closer the idea of a European Super League and getting to that point by using the court's.
1: Yeah, what it, what's happening here, like you say, this 300 million euro signing on fee, which has been reported um, in some media as 100 million euro, but we know for a fact in Spain, Real Madrid were prepared to spend 200 million euro yeah. signing on fee, as well as a net salary of uh, net um, net of 50 million a year. PSG apparently are, are giving him 75 million net. Yeah. Um what, what's happened, it's similar to the summer of 2017.
0: Neto, they call it in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Br- <laughs> Bruto here, they call it in Spain. <laughs> they, uh, um, uh, it's similar to what happened in 2017 when PSG swooped for Neymar. The, um, the previous yeah. summer, Manchester United had set the world record transfer fee at 105 million for Pogba. Uh, the following summer, PSG spent 225, more than doubling the, the transfer fee record. Also that summer, they spent 180 million on Mbappe, a teenager. Um, so it just completely exploded, the, um, the, the football transfer market and the salaries. Four months after this uh, Neymar transfer, Messi signed a contract renewal, a four-year contract renewal at Barca for 555 million for four years, You know, taking home 130 million a year. So it's exerted huge inflationary pressure on salaries at all the clubs. It's why clubs like Everton and Burnley um, and Barcelona today are in are in are in a state. Yeah. Um, and now we've got a similar jump um, uh, this summer with the Mbappe signing on fee um, and the the value of his three year contract. That will exert real pressure on, on all the top clubs in 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 Europe, um, to match those kind of salaries um, the players are looking for. And he's also changed the vista of the marketing in in going um, in seeing out his contracts. It's setting this precedent where players will no longer be assets owned by the clubs. Um, he's. Uh, At the end of his three years, he can move to another club on a free transfer, get another two or three hundred million euros signing on fee instead of that transfer fee going to the clubs. So like you say, the American owners are sitting back and uh, looking at this and they're saying this is the Wild West.
0: Yeah, I, I think they're right. And I think they'll win in the European Court of Justice because the question will be asked, is football a sport or a business? The answer they gave in the Bosman case was it's a business. If it's a business, then there have to be rules and there has to be fair competition. I think on that basis, we could see European Super League. That debate has gone quiet here, Richard, but it will return, I think.
1: Yeah, it will return uh, October likely, the... um the courts will decide in Luxembourg on the case, and like you say, it is—it's down to rules. The the yes. problem the, um, the clubs have, and um, the likes of La Liga and Serie A, and the CEO of Serie A from Italy said that um, the Mbappe um, signing on fee was absolute evil. Um,
0: well, yes, what, I mean it—it it just takes all the great traditional clubs: Madrid, Barcelona, Inter, AC, Milan. It takes them out of the picture because they are owned by individuals or groups that can't compete with Abu Dhabi in the case of Manchester City, with Qatar in the case of PSG. And, of course, if the Saudis get serious and they, they bought a lot of players to save Newcastle United in the Premier League this year, that's not fair competition and that will be a factor in the decision of the court.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's what it's down to. And, and their beef that there is no governance in football is, is valid. Like, say, for example, Manchester City, two years ago, they got a two-year ban from playing the Champions League because they'd inflated um, sponsorship deals. Um, sports lawyers, they, they won their appeal case and yeah. the, the two-year ban was overturned. Sports lawyers who have looked at the documents of that case said it was a, a slam dunk. The, just UEFA didn't have um, a good legal team. Yeah. And Manchester City at the time, um, their CEO, uh, Calhoun, he, he threatened, he said he'd rather pay 30 million um, over 10 years to sue um, UEFA with the 50 best lawyers in the world. And, and that's what basically he did. He got a lawyer, £20,000 sterling a day lawyer who twice blocked Brexit on his, uh, on his legal team and they won their case. The New York Times investigated PSG um, and UEFA's case back in 2017. UEFA did an investigation into the Neymar and Mbappe signings. Yes. Um, they they find UEFA. UEFA appealed. This was all behind closed doors. The New York Times got their hands on those documents. Uh, UEFA overturned um, uh, the uh, the penalty and the and the ban. PSG had done the same trick as Manchester City, they'd inflated um, uh, sponsorship deals, for example, their tourism, one, one worth 100 million, they'd reduced it to 5 million, and this is all documented by the New York Times. UEFA are just a toothless, um, you know, a paper yes. tiger, and it, the the conflict of interest is extraordinary. Um, PSG's um, chairman, uh, Al he is the chairman of the European Clubs Association, he's on the board at UEFA. He's chairman of Bean Sports Media Group in Qatar, which pays billions of Euros in TV yes. rights money to companies or organizations like UEFA. Yep. I mean it's it's it boggles the mind and the Premier the League. The Premier um, League. Um,
0: remind us again about Garrett Bale's situation. You've told me before what his salary is netto, as they say and he's been there a long time and he doesn't play hardly at all now and hasn't for a couple of years
1: yeah he's played two league games this season um uh he's yeah he's on 17 18 million net a season i mean it's it's peanuts compared to mbappe but uh he's the, the best paid player on on real madrid squad so yeah. his contract finishes now in a couple of weeks in in a week's time So that will be the end of his Real Madrid story. Um, Eden Hazard, his teammate, has a contract for another two years, so he's putting his foot down. He wants to stay at the club. Um, So it's yeah.
0: He won't. He won't. He has not delivered at all, Hazard, for Real Madrid. Just looking at the all of these factors we've been talking about, Richard. In a way, tonight in Paris is a last hurrah for. Real Madrid because Modric is 37 in September I think right. and has been a great player I've no doubt Benzema could go on for another another season but the Mbappe disappointment will be a mortal blow I think to them in, in terms of Europe it could be but that will only make them more determined I would have thought and just on pure, in purely footballing terms I think they've got every chance Oh
1: yeah, against Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. it's I mean, minutes.
0: Liverpool are a really, really outstanding team. I, I support them. Mm. I'm a fan, but I'm big, big fan of Modric <laughs> and Benzema. They can bring on Rodrigo, who the, who came on in the Manchester City game and scored two goals, didn't he? In in, in three minutes.
1: Oh yeah, he decided that game. Yeah, he and he doesn't
0: ex- even start tomorrow.
1: No, no, he he won't. It's a, it's unlikely. I'd say they'll they'll play Fede Valverde in midfield instead. Um, yeah, the, uh, Real Madrid, they're the running on empty, but the, they have the, the firepower up front to, to win to win the match. Right. Um,
0: now tell me, and I want a truthful answer here, Richard. You're a Barcelona man. You're in Barcelona. Xavi and Iniesta and all those legends from Barcelona, including Messi, will be watching. Who will they want to win? And who do you want to win? Uh
1: well, <laughs> like yourself, I'm a Liverpool fan as it happens, yeah. so I'll be I'll be shouting for uh for in Klopp We Trust. But uh yeah. it here in Barcelona, my God, the uh you, we won't get any sleep tonight if Liverpool win because the cars will be screaming around the city really? blowing horns. Oh yeah, it always happens when, when Real Madrid suffer a big defeat. Uh so yeah, all the Catalans will be uh will be pinning their hopes on uh Mo Salah
0: Thank you very much, Richard, for joining us. I hope you enjoy the match tonight because if you enjoy it, I'll enjoy it. I'm a Liverpool fan, but I I think it's going to be a very, very tough game and we're very grateful to you for having us to preview it. Thank you very much indeed. That's Richard Fitzpatrick in Barcelona with his Jürgen Klopp mask on for the night. That's all we have time for. We're grateful to all of you for listening and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week, we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts.
0: In manufacturing, you need to automate intelligently to compete effectively. But not all automation solutions are created equally. AGVs and AMRs driven by Bluebotics Ant technology offer robust, accurate performance and native interoperability. Because your material handling can be smarter. Visit antdriven.com. That's antdriven.com to learn more.